It was a real trick-or-treat situation for the Boston Bruins on Tuesday as it was announced that Matt Potras sticking with the team while Charlie McAvoy was handed a four-game suspension. We'll talk about the fallout from both of those decisions as well as update the Atlantic Division Power Rankings on a fresh new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked B. Today is Wednesday, November 1st. Where did October go? Uh, I want to thank you so much for making Lockdown Bruins part of your daily routine through the month of October as the new season began. Very much appreciate it. For those of you who have not yet jumped aboard, you can find the podcast daily on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Jam-packed episode coming at you. A lot of Bruins news to get you. We're going to update the power rankings. Quick reminder, you can find the pod on X, Threads, Instagram, at Bruins, And you can find me my hockey thoughts and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. Let's start with the good news from Halloween, shall we? The treat being Matt Patra will remain with the Bruins and not re- be returned to Guelph of the OHL for the foreseeable future anyways. Uh, the 19-year-old has five points in nine games, and once he plays his 10th game, which will likely come, tomorrow as the Bruins host the Maple Leafs the season will count against the three-year entry level contract which carries an average annual value of $870,000 that he signed with the Bruins on May 5th head coach Jim Montgomery said Potters earned it they're comfortable with him still no guarantee that he's here for the rest of the year something to keep in mind but the Bruins feel that the way he's p- progressed, he's going to be a Bruin. They see hockey IQ, skill, vision, and second, third effort. Uh, it's hard to stay in the NHL, Jim Montgomery said. Those second, third efforts have been the best quality as to why he has earned uh, this promotion from OHL hockey. Now, I did see. Uh, an article yesterday from uh, Bob McKenzie of TSN, former TSN insider. And he wrote this, keeping this in mind with respect to Matt Potra. Quote, it varies from NHL team to team and player to player, but there's growing evidence to suggest NHL clubs are becoming a little to a lot less concerned about burning the first year of the contract than they are the 39-40 game threshold. We've passed the 9-10 the game threshold here. What happens at the 40 game 
threshold, well, it counts as an accrued year of service, counting towards the seven years required to become an unrestricted free agent. So put it in these terms. If your favorite team's underage junior, that would be Mac Patra, plays in 40 games this season, the clock starts ticking on his seven-year countdown to unrestricted free agency. So, McKenzie writes, a team may very well be prepared to burn that first year by allowing the underage junior to play 10 games, but depending on how the player is faring at midseason, they won't permit the player to go into that 40th game, securing the knowledge that the young prospect is eight, not seven years away from UFA. End quote. So what does this mean? Well, the Bruins could allow Potra to play at the World Juniors to push this 40-game benchmark back a bit closer to the trade deadline if they're in the playoff race maybe they keep him up because he's an integral part of the team or maybe they add at the trade deadline a center that doesn't require potra services and if he's showing signs of tiring down or hitting a wall they could still send him back to junior the year of his elc will be burned but they still have that extra year before free agency unrestricted free agency intact so that's something to keep in mind the 40 game mark now is the clock on matt potra but well deserved congratulations matt uh you know kind of bummed that he won't be back here in guelph to play for the storm at least for the time being uh they're fourth ranked in the ohl without him still a very good team uh, but he has earned the right to play for the bruins for the time being the other end of the spectrum, Boston Bruins defenseman Charlie McAvoy suspended four games for an illegal check to the head of Florida Panthers defenseman Oliver ekman Larson. Uh, under the terms of the CBA, he forfeits almost 200 grand, and that money goes to the Players Emergency Assistance Fund. Really, no debate here. It was an egregious hit. Uh, that's the kind of thing that we don't need in the NHL and McAvoy will now miss the next four games. And to be honest, he's lucky that it wasn't five or more. Uh, it was a phone hearing. So that signaled that it would be five or less uh, kind of got off lucky there. And if he repeats this behavior, it will certainly be longer next time. Those four games he'll miss will be, Tomorrow night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Saturday against the Detroit Red Wings. A game next Monday, November 6th, against the Dallas Stars. And then November 9th, a Thursday night, against the New York Islanders. He'll be eligible to return on the 11th against the Montreal Canadiens. So they'll be without McAvoy for the next four games. They could be without... Matt Grizzlick for even longer than that, almost double that. He was placed on LTIR uh, this morning, and I believe he's eligible to return on November 25th, which would be an afternoon game against the New York Rangers, a Saturday game. Uh, so what does that mean for the Bruins? McAvoy's out. Grizzlick is out. And so some recalls had to happen. Up is Mason Lori, 
Ian Mitchell and Parker Witherspoon. Jacob Lauko was also placed on injured reserve. A couple of things to note here. Lori getting his first taste of NHL action, presumably as early as tomorrow night. Um, Mitchell recalled after a bit of a shaky start and Witherspoon up as well after uh, appearing in six games for Providence so far this season with one assist. He was a fourth round pick in 2015. Who wasn't recalled was Boston's first round pick in 2015, Jacobs Borrell. Three defensemen recalled. He was not one of them. That's um, pretty interesting, and it might show that perhaps his time with the team might soon come to an end. He had made a trade request like a few years ago. That was rescinded. Made some strides, looked good before getting injured early on a couple years ago, and now seemingly buried in the AHL. Um, So what does that say for his future? Not quite sure. In our future, immediately, is a look at the Eastern Conference, specifically Atlantic Division power rankings, and we'll get to that here as today's episode continues. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. You don't have to spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills. You can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. Indeed's data also shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed knows that when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn to start hiring now. That's Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. But if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine. I have a programming announcement. Likely won't be a podcast tomorrow as I will be attending a funeral uh, family event as my wife's opa uh, recently passed away at 94 years old. So we will be uh, off tomorrow to discuss that. Uh, Not discuss it, but, you know, celebrate his life. Uh, Be back on Friday to cover what happens tomorrow night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And speaking of the Maple Leafs, let's get into this week's Atlantic Division power rankings. Uh, quick aside, I'm just seeing some remarks from practice where Mason Lorai will indeed make his Bruins debut and play top four minutes alongside Brandon Carlo uh, in the absence of uh, Matt Grizzlick and Charlie McAvoy holes to fill in the top four. Um, I would expect that Lori, Carlo, Lindholm, and uh, I'm not sure who the other guy will be in the top four. Maybe Kevin Shattenkirk. Let's see what the lines were here today. Via Scott McLaughlin of WEEI was Lindholm, Shattenkirk, 
Lori, Carlo, Witherspoon, Mitchell. So the Bruins could have some defensive issues tomorrow night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And we'll see here in a moment where they rank this week. At the bottom of the division, gonna still have to give it to the Buffalo Sabres. They are on a one-game winning streak, but they're still four, five, and oh to begin the season. Eight points through nine games. The only team in the Atlantic under 500. The Senators kind of struggling as well. They're four and four through eight games. And the NHL just announced sanctions on the Maple Leafs this morning, uh, saying that they will forfeit a first round pick in 2024, 2025, or 2026 because of a situation back when they tried to trade. getting Dadanov to the Vegas Golden Knights and failing to submit his no trade list or to acknowledge his no trade list. So looks like they have a press conference scheduled for 315 this afternoon. It's possible that new owner Michael and Lauer will use this as an opportunity to clean house and put in new management. Pierre Dorian out, perhaps Steve Steos, Daniel Alfredson. Who knows? Somebody in. Uh, But right now, Senators, they have a plus six goal differential. 500 record, four and four. They're in seventh place. Now, a team that's a bit on the rise is the Florida Panthers. They're four, three, and one. Of course, they had that collapse against the Bruins the other night, which we love to see. They were up to nothing, lost three, two in overtime. Uh, They have a minus one goal differential, which is second worst in the Atlantic. So that's not helping their cause. We're going to put them down in sixth this week. Which brings us to fifth place team. And you know what? That's going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're really struggling at the moment. They're five, three and one. They were beat pretty well last night by the Los Angeles Kings. And while they have, 30 goals to their credit. They've given up 28, which is tied for third highest in the division. And uh, they only have a plus two goal differential. So they, this week, are my fifth place team. Again, having said that, the Bruins will be really depleted on the blue line. No Grizzly, no McAvoy. Derek Forbort is questionable. So they could have three defensemen in the lineup who were playing in the NHL just a couple days ago, playing against a pretty high-end offense in the Maple Leafs with Austin Matthews, William Nylander, Mitch Marner, uh, John Tavares even playing very well at the moment. So uh, it will be incumbent on the goaltending to stand strong. Uh, If the rotation continues, it will be... uh, Who will be in net? Linus Allmark, I guess. Um, and no, it's a sway day. Allmark's been playing the odd games. Swayman's been playing the even games. So it should be a sway day in net for the Boston Bruins. And um, be a tough test against a Maple Leafs team that, yes, in the bottom four in the Atlantic, but who obviously has the potential to uh, play strong any given night and to bring it 
offensively. So that's the bottom four at the moment. Buffalo really struggling. Ottawa, 500, but some off-ice turmoil. The Florida Panthers should get better with Aaron Eckblad and Brandon Montour coming back in the mix, but still down there. And the Toronto Maple Leafs in uh, fifth place at the moment. And we will talk about the top four when the podcast continues. Every night of NF- NHL action brings all kinds of possibilities. David Pasternak could score a hat trick. One of our goalies could get a shutout. And you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy Hockey app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. All you have to do is put Pick whether David Pasternak will score more or less goals, assists, plus minus, or if Jeremy Swayman will get more or less on saves. To win 100 times your bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. That's code locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Who's in the top four in the Atlantic Division this week? Starting in fourth place, we're putting the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're nine games in, four, two, and three for a point percentage of 611, which is even with. The Toronto Maple Leafs, but the Lightning get the edge because they have a somewhat better goal differential. They're at plus four compared to Toronto's plus two. And that's significant, seeing as though they're playing without all-world goaltender Andre Vasilevsky. Jonas Johansson has been really uh, holding down the fort for them. They picked up a point in their last game. Uh, Not the force they once were, perhaps, but still uh, playing pretty well and a team to keep an eye on. The top three, kind of weird this week. We all know who the number one team is, but when it comes to uh, second and third, a couple teams you wouldn't expect to be up there. Uh, And even though Montreal has a better point percentage than Detroit, I'm putting the Red Wings in second. They're 6-3-1, and one, a plus-nine goal differential, which is second in the division. And they did lose uh, on Saturday to our Boston Bruins. They rebounded with a big win the other night. 6-3-1 and one in their last 10, which is uh, the second-hottest team in the division at the moment. Montreal, they're 5-2-2 two two over their last 10. Their goaltending has been very strong. Offensively, they're missing some depth, especially with Kirby Dock out for a while or this whole season after undergoing knee surgery. But they're 5-2-2, two, two, a 6.67 point percentage, 12 points through nine games. Uh, pretty impressive for the Montreal Canadiens, a team that I still expect to slip and be near the bottom of the division when all is said and done, but their goaltending trio of Jake Allen, 
Sam Montembo, and Caden Primo all playing very well. Number one this week, no argument here, the Boston Bruins. Nine games in, 8-0-1, 9.44-point percentage, 17 out of a possible 18 points. Uh, you know, they're not the highest scoring team in the division. They rank fifth, but they are by far the best defensive team in the division, allowing only 14 games, sorry, 14 goals through nine games, a uh, goal differential of plus 15, which is second only in the NHL to the Vegas Golden Knights, who are the only team better. Right now, they have a 950 point percentage, 9019 out of a possible 20 points. Um, so, just like at the beginning of last year, the Bruins tracking with Bruce Cassidy's club, although we all know how they diverged in the playoffs, unfortunately. But the Bruins, so far, so good. And, um, you know, it's easy to. I was having a bit of a debate the other day on Twitter, just saying, or X saying Potra's here to stay for the time being. I think we can cut Don Sweeney a bit of slack for his drafting a 19 year old hitting at the NHL. Yes. He doesn't have a perfect record, but over last regular season and to begin this regular season, you can't really complain. Playoffs, of course, are a different story. A whole different animal, in fact. And despite disappointments there, I still like to enjoy the ride and uh, look at things, you know, reasonably. But right now, things are going well. It's a fun ride. So just enjoy it. Bruins have the best penalty kill in the NHL, 97.3% allowing the fewest goals in the NHL, 1.56 goals per game. They're a bit further down there, tied at 3.22 with the Jets, Ducks, Maple Leafs. So that could be a deciding factor tomorrow night when they host the Maple Leafs. Completed defense, and um, they need some depth scoring. We'd like to see Jake DeBrusque get going his first of the year. Um that is my vision board. My dream for this week is that Jake DeBrusque will score. Anyways, that's it for today's episode, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Uh, likely won't have an episode tomorrow as uh, I deal with this family stuff, attending a funeral. But we'll definitely be back on Friday to recap the game against the Maple Leafs and bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care of yourselves, friends. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again here next time.